Today, we are talking about healthy grocery store shopping tips. So many thoughts and ideas for you on how to really shop for foods to make meals and snacks that fuel your body and give you energy and that are satisfying and delish to you. For so many years, I would roam the grocery store not really knowing which items contained clean ingredients and were the highest quality without GMOs or MSG or seed oils or excessive sugar, some of the things we want to avoid. I've invested so much time and money into getting my very non-formal education in nutrition and just overall mental and physical health and how what we put in our bodies affects everything about us. Let's powwow about all the things healthy at the grocery store. Let's go. You're listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast, where we're obsessed with life hacks that make your life more awesome. Your host, Lindsay Dickhout, is an entrepreneur and business owner, a mom and wife, and someone who wants to do things over the top at all times. This concept started as a collection of things Lindsay has learned that she was documenting to give to her kids one day, and now it's a podcast. Join us on this journey where we talk about how to be awesome at everything we do. Here's Lindsay. Welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy you are here with me today. I took an unexpected little podcast hiatus because I got sick. Oh my gosh, I have not been this sick in so long. I don't know what it ended up being. It felt like a cold mixed with a flu. I texted negative or COVID, but I don't know. I'm just don't know. It really took me down. I did everything. I did um, a Myers cocktail IV. I had my functional medicine doctor, Dr. Singler. I did a couple calls with her. I had her on board. I did a Z pack. I did all the supplements and it still took me down. So I never like to podcast if I'm not on my A game. And plus I wasn't (laughs) speaking very well. So that was the little break that we took, but I am back on and I still do not feel 100%, but good enough to podcast. I still was working and of course taking care of the family and the kids throughout. It's amazing how you just push yourself. I mean, some days I was like, I woke up and I was like, if I didn't have kids and obligations today and work and calls already booked, I really should just be laying in bed. But we proceed on and we take care of all the things. But I really didn't do some of the things that I do often that I think makes me sick longer. Like I love exercise in the morning. I love it so much. So a lot of times I'll even do it when I'm sick. And this time I didn't. And I felt like it helped me in two ways. I still moved, right? I still got in my 10,000 steps. I was still walking, but I didn't exercise because I took that time and slept more. And I felt like that was a better trade-off. Like my body needed more hours of sleep versus exercise. And I think sometimes the stress on your body when you're actually like really sick is not a great thing. So I slept more, skipped my morning workouts. I did sauna at night, sweated out, but I still have been sick for quite a while and really felt pretty crappy. But I am grateful to be on the mend. And who knows, maybe it would have been way worse if I hadn't have done all those things. So This podcast today is all about shopping for healthy foods. I posted a little while ago a shopping haul from Whole Foods and had some great conversations in DMs and some really, really good questions. So I wanted to do a podcast of all about all the things I've learned. And like I said in the introduction, my very non-formal education, I am in no way a nutritionalist or a functional medicine doctor, very far from it, but I have spent so much time 
reading books and learning and consuming as much information as possible from a whole bunch of different experts and also a whole bunch of money doing tests and genetic tests and food allergy tests and spent money on doctors and having calls and meetings and learning about all this stuff. So I want to do a podcast all about shopping for healthy foods at the grocery store. I think this will be so valuable in so many different ways. Maybe you'll pick up 20 tips. Maybe you'll pick up one really good tip that changes how you think about things. Either way, it's a win. And I think it's worth hitting pause on life to kind of dive in and really think about the foods that you're buying at the grocery store. So first tip, do delivery. This way you are intentional about what you get. You don't forget the essentials and you don't get a whole bunch of extra things. Plus you spend less and likely have less waste. My favorite is Amazon Whole Foods delivery. It's $9.99 for delivery, but I figured that's a very good trade-off for the amount of time that it would take me to do it myself. I know for other services, I feel like it's less. Like my Instacart, I think it's maybe $100 a year unlimited. So I guess that works out That works out to, to be kind of around the same, but per month. So I feel like Amazon Whole Foods is a little bit on the higher end as far as the actual delivery fee. But it ha- it's the place with the most foods that the whole family likes. I'll also do some Instacarts here and there. So whatever you choose, I really think that doing delivery has so many benefits. First, it's so efficient and you can plan your meals. So you have your delivery order and then you can just go back to the last order and put add all things to cart and then just delete the things that you don't need right now. I think that this is one of the best ways to keep yourself on track with healthy eating. Now, one thing I love that I think is really underestimated is the value of having just like three or four things that you make all the time that you love or you and the family or maybe you make something for you and something else for your spouse or your kids or whatever however it works but you don't need 50 recipes that you're great at you just need a couple and then rotate through them and you can have leftovers and it really doesn't take that much to make a week of meals that doesn't it, you don't have to have all these you know pinterest looking meals and and um Again, you don't have to have 50 things you're great at. Just have three or four at a time that you're really good at and put those ingredients on your list so you're very intentional. I know a lot of people in my DMs were saying, I end up going to the grocery store, I get a bunch of random stuff, it doesn't actually end up to be meals, so then I end up doing Postmates. And I totally get it because there's so many elements, especially if you're going when you're hungry or when you're tired or if you're going with kids or or if it's crowded and you just want to get the heck out of there. I get it. That's why I love delivery. I think that it is the best way to, first of all, be efficient with your time, which I'm obsessed with, spend less, have less waste, which I'm also obsessed with. Listen, there are definitely some downsides. Like you might not be able to, you don't pick your produce. So you might get, you know, an apple with a, with a big old dent in it or or something that's expired every now and then. But I think overall, the um, the the kind of cost-benefit ratio is way in your favor for doing delivery. I think also you get what you need. You get what you need. You, you, you're sitting there at your computer or on your phone being very thoughtful about, okay, I'm going to make teriyaki chicken with rice and broccoli. Perfect. This is everything I need for it. If you do go to the grocery store, I think a list is really key. So that way you have it broken down by meals. So you make sure you don't forget any of the key things. 
I really like to shop as far as meals or if you're going to do food prepping, as far as like food prepping goes. That way you just make sure you have all of the elements that you need. When going in person or shopping in line, of course, the best rule at the grocery store is shop around the perimeter. All the things on the inside, the packaged snacks and the cereals and the crackers and the chips are going to be the most processed. So we want the things that are minimally processed. So majority of your shopping on the outside of the grocery store. So that means your produce, of course, your lean meats, your healthy fats. So we're talking the fruits and vegetables department. We're talking the um, the butchery or the meat department, depending on depending on your diet and your preference of eating. Um, also on the perimeter it are all the milks and the dairies. When buying milk and eggs, I think it is essential for it to be organic and pasture-raised. Now, I know this is often double the price, but it really makes a big difference. I read so much on all this stuff. Is organic and pasture-raised really necessary? Um, when is organic necessary and when is it not as, as necessary? For me, in all foods, packaged foods, um, produce, when it is organic, that means that there are guaranteed no GMOs, genetically modified ingredients. And for me, that's key. So when I am shopping in the middle of the grocery store, especially for my kids, because I want them to still feel like they have similar things to their friends at school, just a healthier swap, even if something has ingredients that I don't, I'm, you know, that I don't love if I was eating if, if I was feeding them super crazy clean, but at least if it's organic, organic crackers or cookies especially, at least I know there's no genetically modified ingredients in there. So that's why I think that shopping for organic, and again, if you're shopping online, type in organic snacks, organic cookies, organic crackers. So that way you can kind of see different things, try out different things, even if you don't want to go to the extent of learning all labels and reading the label of every single item you purchase. Going organic gives you like 10 steps ahead of anything that's non-organic. So shop as much as you can around the perimeter. Next, get a few go-to healthy meals that you cook each week so the whole thing is less overwhelming. Some breakfast items, some snacks, some lunches and dinners. I love nice, big, full dinners that make for your lunch the next day. Um, it makes it efficient. It's easier, and again, it's so it, it is so much more, such a better use of money than to do a Postmates meal, and you're just paying so much more. I'm telling you, for some reason, lately I can't handle spending $50, $100 on a lunch or a dinner for our family from a restaurant just because I know if I was cooking with that with $100, I could make two whole days worth of meals versus just one meal. So it's like one of those things. It's like, it's so hard for me to do these days. And of course, if I don't want to mess up the kitchen or sometimes we'll be racing around or everyone's just craving something, then that's the best time to do it. But I really think it's not the best time to do it just because you haven't planned ahead or you haven't thought about it. I actually have an alarm on my phone at 2.30 every day that says what's for dinner. That way it makes me think of it at 2.30 and not at 5.30 when everyone's looking at me starving. 
I feel like that really helps too. So then I'm like, oh, maybe right after, right before I pick up the kids, I'll swing by the grocery store and just grab, grab some wild caught salmon because I have everything else I need for the meal. So that's a good tip. Set an alarm on your phone. That way you're thinking about it ahead of time. I think a lot of times we end up going through a drive-through or doing a hundred dollar Postmates meal because we haven't, it's just kind of like a last minute thought. So by thinking about it ahead of time and being intentional with it, you can save time and eat so much healthier. So when you're going to the grocery store, I think one of the biggest things that you can do that will that will help you eat healthier is focus on protein. Protein is what fills you up and gives you energy. Those lean proteins and healthy fats like ground turkey and ground chicken or like thinly sliced organic chicken breasts are so good or the right good quality beef that you could make into that you can make into like a kind of a taco type mixture or you could do chicken and do like a stir fry or a fajitas type meal so many ways that you can use protein and make it interesting not make it boring not make it bland also low sugar is key it's so interesting. I think that for so long people have been so worried about salt. And listen, we need to we you should um, be careful if your blood work shows that your sodium is your sodium intake is too high and things like that. But I think the right kind of salt is actually very good for you. Sugar is actually the enemy, not salt. So low sugar is key. Again, looking at the ingredients for me, I care so much. I care the most, really on where the actual, where it says calories, fat, carbohydrates, I care the most about sugars because I think that that's what messes up our gut. That's what messes up our mood, our sleep, everything. It's incredible how a Gatorade can have like 28 grams of sugar. I'd rather my kids have a cupcake that they enjoy. And it's usually going to be less sugar than that, depending on the size and the brand or whatever it is. But I'd rather them have a, a freshly baked cupcake that's a regular cupcake that's, you know, regular flour and sugar than like this Gatorade that's dyed blue with 28 grams of sugar. Um, it's just, it's just uh, one of the worst things we can put in our body. So again, even if you don't want to be on the extreme, like I've become reading labels and understanding. I mean, I feel like at this point, I understand just about every single word on an ingredient deck, even like the really long ones. Even if you don't want to go to that extreme, just look at the sugars, the sugars in what you're eating and what you're feeding your family. Just by picking lower sugar options, you will be choosing much healthier options. Next, no seed oils. No seed oils ever, ever. That's what most things are made out of at restaurants and in packaged foods because it's cheap. It's so much cheaper than using the really good quality oils, the organic avocado oil and coconut oil and uh, olive oil, things like that. Next, when you're going for grains and breads, if you're able to eat gluten, you want to get the highest quality, which is going to be sprouted grains or organic grains. There's a lot of debate about whole grains and whole wheat. I really think if you look for organic, you're doing better. If you can find one that's organic and gluten-free, if gluten bothers you, which I think here in the U.S., gluten, like kind of traditional gluten, bothers everyone just a little bit because it's so highly processed and inflammatory for us. But 
I think that finding the grains or breads that works for you. For my kids, I try to feed them mostly organic brown rice pasta. Sometimes they'll do a, a chickpea pasta. Um, but I also do just like regular white pasta, but that's the highest quality organic and minimally processed. And usually from Italy or something like that, just buying the highest quality. Because again, I want them to love what they eat. I don't want to be so extreme with it that they don't enjoy the foods that they're eating. So for me, I don't eat many grains and breads just because they're not that satisfying to me. They kind of make me feel slow. Like if I eat um, like a, a little bowl of rice, it just doesn't, it's for me, I'd rather swap it with something else that's really satisfying. And I feel like the carbs makes me slower. I like carbs that are more um, in other in other things. Um, like I love midday squares for like a peanut butter or chocolate treat. So good. Like I'll take all those carbs all day. And to me, it's not like a refined carb. So it just doesn't feel like that heavy gut bomb. But I think that if you're going to do grains and breads and pastas, that's the way to do it. Um, learn to read labels. Now, this can be a very daunting, long process. Um, the best follow on Instagram is Flav City. Bobby is incredible at going to grocery stores and explaining what is in different foods, what you want to look for, and what you want to avoid. He also created an app called the Bobby Approved app. You absolutely must download it on your phone called Bobby Approved. It's like a red thumb, uh, thumbs up, and you scan just about any product in the grocery store, skincare, um, packaged goods, you scan just about anything and it says thumbs up or thumbs down if it's Bobby approved or not. And sometimes if I'm running through quickly, a lot of times I really know my go-to things like what popcorn and different things that are processed foods, but very minimally processed foods. Um, my seven Sundays cereal and different things. But if I'm not sure, I'll look and see, I'll scan it on the app. It is a great way to really make healthier choices at the grocery store without knowing every single ingredient on um, on the list. Now know that his standards are very high. For me, I really stick to it. Like I enjoy eating healthy. I don't mind making swaps and compromises. Um, for my kids, uh, again, they're a little bit more particular and some of the things that are a thumbs down for him I'll still get, but I know that they're good choices. And sometimes on his Instagram stories, he'll say, now listen, this is not Bobby approved, but it's close. So for me, that's a win. Again, making sure this balance of feeding my family healthy, but also them feeling like it's not extreme and they're always having foods that they really genuinely enjoy. So learn to read labels, follow Flav City. He will help you learn to read labels and also download the Bobby approved app. It's the best it's the best. It is so, so, so good. Um, scanning things in the grocery store to know if they are Bobby approved or not, if they are completely clean or not. Another idea, consider food testing to see what you may be allergic to or sensitive to. I love eggs. I love scrambled eggs. I love like a fried egg on top of a, like a flash fried egg on top of a grass fed lettuce wrap burger. Like, oh my gosh, I love an egg. But when I did allergy testing, I was really, really sensitive to eggs. So now I eat them very sparingly, just knowing that my body has a negative reaction to them. 
And every now and then, like I said, I'll still, I'll still have eggs, but I definitely don't have them on the daily. And it's very valuable information. I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not do this 10 years ago? All these years I've been eating eggs and it's probably been upsetting my gut. So consider doing allergy food testing to really know. And there's so many things on the list. Um, like you could have something like dates or bananas or chia seeds you could have a sensitivity to. And it t- tells you a range. So it means like, you know, if you're off the charts, meaning you should have it never, or if it's barely, then it's kind of like, okay, have it in small doses, just maybe not every day. But that allergy food testing is very, very valuable when choosing foods that you buy at the grocery store. Next, buy organic when possible to avoid GMOs. This is like the easiest go-to answer. When in doubt, go organic. And next level of this, when you're buying milk and eggs, it should be, they should be organic and pasture raised. I love, I love knowing that I'm getting the highest quality of these foods. So milk and eggs, organic and pasture raised, chicken, organic, and it's even better if it's pasture raised or free range. Same with turkey. For beef, you want it to be organic and grass fed. And fish, always wild caught. I have all this in the show notes, but that is your guide for getting the highest quality of all of those items. Okay, last couple tips for you. Track what makes you feel great and what makes you feel sluggish or bloated. So after you eat a meal, track it or at the end of each day. I have a little calendar in my gym that I track what my workouts are for each day. So I write down what I did, how long I worked out, and then I'll also pop in there at night and I'll write down like, felt great, this and this. It's not like a full food diary, but on the days when I, when I don't feel great, I'll say super bloated could be this, this, or this. That way over time, you can kind of figure out by process of elimination, okay, every time I had avocado, I felt bloated that type of thing. So keep a little log, track what makes you feel great and what makes you feel sluggish or crappy. Next, use the 80-20 rule. Life is to enjoy, eat and drink and celebrate. So 80% of the time we're eating clean, 20% of the time is less restrictive and more of what you really feel like. That way you eat to fuel your body and to have energy on the regular, but then you don't feel deprived and you don't feel like there are things that are completely off limits forever. Just think of it as 80-20. It works great. Next, find healthy swaps to things you love. So if it's muffins or cookies or whatever it is that you love, there is definitely a healthy swap for it. I love Bob's a brand, Bob's Mills, I think it is, paleo flour. I cook everything with this. I make healthy cookies, healthy muffins, bread. It's a paleo um, flour that's a combination. It's just easier than making your own. Like it's a little almond flour and avocado flour and, I mean, sorry, no, coconut flour and some other things in it. So it's just easier to make really good things. Whereas if you just start with straight almond flour, it can be bland or the texture's off. So I love that flour. And I think it's really easy to find and or make even better healthy swaps that you love. I do a food delivery service every now and then called Taylor Made Cuisine. It's local here to Southern California, but they have incredible lean proteins 
And what they are is they're pre-cooked, but then flash frozen. So they're super fresh. And they also have really healthy swaps. So they have like a really great paleo cinnamon raisin bread that you get a little a little piece of it and it's super good. They have seasonal cookies and tahini brownies. So depending on my mood, how much I'm cooking, how much we're on the go, um, I think that can be one really good way to supplement your grocery store is find a healthy food delivery service that you can order from. This particular one delivers on Mondays, and again, it delivers frozen, so it, it really lasts through the whole week. Sunfair is my favorite food delivery service if you want daily food, and those are more meals. So it'll be your, you know, your healthy meatloaf with broccoli and mashed potatoes or depending on or sweet potatoes depending on what meal you pick and what's your target calories and what's your target carbs um, but it is a fantastic fresh meal program it's more expensive because it's daily deliveries but it is really great for kickstarting a new healthy program or lifestyle or if you're on the go and you would rather have it delivered. I love Sunfair. I think it is fantastic. Tailor-made cuisine, like I said, if you are in, I think Sunfair delivers more places now, whereas I know tailor-made cuisine is local to Southern California and catering, but it's fantastic because it's so, I get just proteins. I really get proteins and treats um, because vegetables and fruits and things are so easy for me to prep. But that's a great way to kind of supplement and make it easy to get enough protein in and find healthy swaps so that you don't feel deprived. Next, eat at home more, eat out less. This is one of the healthiest, this is one of the best ways to eat more healthy foods is if you are cooking, you know the ingredients, you know everything that's going into everything that you're eating. Next tip, I mean, some of these tips are not grocery store tips, but just overall tips that I think are so valuable for eating healthy and making healthy food choices. Bring your own dressings or desserts out with you. So when you do go out, don't be embarrassed. It is fun. I always bring my own organic olive oil and organic balsamic vinegar dressings because they're my favorite. And that's usually how salads appear healthy, but actually aren't healthy because of the heavy dressing. So bring your own dressing or your own desserts. I now, I eat so clean that I don't like a, um, like if we go, my husband's favorite restaurant is Mastro's. If we go and they have the the butter cake, which has like, like homemade ice cream on top and this crispy outside and soft center. For me, I just don't love it anymore. So I bring something that I've made or healthy cookies that I pick up or make or midday squares. I bring enough to share with everyone, but I'm not embarrassed. I just feel like it's fun. I know what I like. I know what makes my body feel good. And honestly, I eat, I just don't eat any refined sugars or breads anymore or starches. So if I do, I just don't feel well. So again, don't be afraid to bring things that you get from the grocery store or make yourself. Don't be embarrassed. It's fun. I really think that by being strategic about the foods that you buy at the grocery store, it sets the tone for how you eat and how you feel and what you eat at home and what you eat out. Choosing healthy foods at the grocery store is definitely the first step step to eating healthier overall. You set yourself up to win 
and feel really good doing it with this really strong, healthy approach. No dieting, no going hungry. It's a lifestyle of choosing foods that fuel your body and make you feel awesome. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you got lots and lots of tips. I hope that you think of this podcast, come back to it, review the show notes when you are headed to the grocery store or even better, doing your online shopping for the week or by week or or like for the half a week, depending on how you shop. Um, I think there is so much power in knowing about the foods that we're eating and the foods that we're cooking and the foods that we are buying in the grocery store. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the How to Be Awesome at Everything podcast. For more info about today's episode and all past episodes, head over to howtobeawesomeateverything.com, where we break it all down. Tell us what you thought of today's topic on Lindsay's Instagram at Lindsay's Cloud. Until next time, go out and be awesome, because that's exactly what you are.